yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is hecka boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Mm-hmm. Did I talk about Harry Potter on our thing yet? Uh, no, but you are now. Yeah, with Harry Potter, because we never, I never give a shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> when when we because we were adults when it came out, mm-hmm. it's like fuck this. I'm not gonna read it. I'm not gonna watch these movies. I read the first one. I read it and it I was, was like, good. it was good, but I was like, whatever. I didn't keep reading it, but now that I'm reading it with Oli, I'm hella into it. Like I'm hella into it. <laughs> It's funny because, like, they have the four houses and the friggin' sorting hat decides mm-hmm. where you go. Oli wants to be Gryffindor. And which makes sense because Gryffindor's, like, all the... Yeah, the noble. The noble, brave, all the good... Like, I don't the, know if anyone ever wants to be Hufflepuff. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is like... Oh, sorry. So, yeah, you got Gryffindor, which is Oli, and I totally agree with her. She's that. Slytherin, yeah, which, which are the, the evil guys, ones. Yeah. Which is why I like to tell her I was Slytherin. Yeah. I like to bug her like I'd be the evil one. Sure. Then there's Ravenclaw, which are the smart ones. And then there's Hufflepuff that when they describe it, it's basically they take everybody else. Damn. <laughs> but I kept for the first few Growing books. Growing up, I would have been Hufflepuff. Well, for the first few books, I would tell her I'm Slytherin. I'm Slytherin. And then um, do you care if this is a spoiler? Okay, spoiler alert for... This is spoiler alert if you have not read or watched Harry Potter. But like, God, what book is it? I think it's the fourth book, The Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And in the movie, this guy, Cedric Diggory, is played by the guy who was in Twilight, whatever the main vampire was. Yeah. So he's Hufflepuff. Yeah. (laughs) And they go and they... They get to the Goblet of Fire or whatever, and it turns out to be, like, enchanted to take them to the bad guys. And literally, they get there. Harry Potter looks around and goes, like, you got to get out of here. Touch it. And he's like, what? And then he gets killed. And I was like, fuck. That's me. <laughs> like, I'm awful. That's totally how I would die. If it was wartime, <laughs> if it was Harry Potter, I'm the guy that'd be like, Mike, look and see if it's clear. Pock! You know, and you're dead. Yeah. And I was like, son of a bitch, I'm Hufflepuff. Like, just from that, I'm Hufflepuff. Because he's just, <laughs> just the I worst way to go. It. I'd say 90% of people out there are Hufflepuff. Yeah. It's just yeah. The, the way it is. Yeah, totally Hufflepuff. It's like, yeah. damn it. I want to be Slytherin because it makes her mad. I like bugging her and saying, and I'll try to talk in the parcel mouth or whatever. <laughs> it's like the snake talk. And she's like, stop it. <laughs> but it's like, no, I'm that stupid friggin' badger. <laughs> like, what a rotten thing to do. It's like, you're the lion, the snake, the raven, or the badger. <laughs> well, uh, Patton Oswalt does a bit about, I guess, <laughs> in Disneyland or Disney World somewhere where you, uh, I guess you push your hand on something on like a handprint and it tells you what forest animal you are. <laughs> it does. And uh, he's like watching these kids like, you're an eagle, you're a bear, you're... And like one kid gets skunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, the skunk is very... It's like, nah, nah, nah. That's so mean, yeah. <laughs> that kid's scarred for life. Yeah, you're it's a just, skunk, yeah. He's saying it's like Disney's plot that we need people that are broken like that. <laughs> 
Yep, like these are the ones that will work for our menial jobs. That's exactly what he was going. Really, yeah. yeah. But anyway, break them down. All this comes down to play. I guess. Yeah, like we, and this is totally something where I'll get yelled at from Melissa, her mom. Where we're into those books so much. Yeah, I read them to her that there's times where it's like towards the end of the book, we're just like, all right, we're just running the gauntlet. Like yeah, <laughs> she'll go to it. bed at like midnight. We finished the book. Sure. And then I get yelled at the next day, like, you let her stay up. It's like, you don't understand. That book was hella good. She's like, shut up. (laughs) I've done that with books where, you know, not Harry Potter stuff, but like, okay, I could put this down now, but it's totally in my head what's going to happen. Yeah. And I can't sleep. So it's like, I may as well just read the damn thing. Yeah. Um, And not every one of them is like that, but a good few of those first five the last few chapters, you're like, all right, I can't stop. I gotta know. Yeah, I gotta know what happens. Like, except for Michael Crichton, that guy could not fucking write an ending. <laughs> I think I only ever read. Did he do one that was like the Lost World or something or Jurassic? I, I guess I missed the rest of the Jurassic. Park. I don't know. I mean, there's just the endings yeah. he comes up with were just like, and I wrote myself into a hole, so everyone just agreed to be good. Oh. It's like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me! But, he, uh, but the original Westworld he did as a screenplay, right? Westworld? He did Westworld. I have no idea. I never saw it. Oh, so the first Westworld is yeah. basically Jurassic Park. Like now they've done like a new series of it. Yeah. But the original Westworld is awesome because it's um, basically they make a park and it's all robots. Okay. So you can go there and you can be like you can be the hero you can be whatever like sure. and you're not going to get hurt and they have like a one world where you're like you can be a knight or a king there's a world where so you you're can, larping pretty much basically yeah and you can be in one of them you can be like a gunslinger mm-hmm. and you're fighting against Yul Brenner okay who's the robot gunslinger okay but it's just like Jurassic Park where it's like they lose control of the robots. For sure. And then he's basically like the Terminator before the Terminator. Got so it. the movie's like 1970 or something. Yeah. It's awesome. And that one has a great ending because okay. of that. Because they're trying to get away from freaking yeah. this robot Yul Brenner that won't stop, you know? Yeah, I'm just remembering like Sphere. I don't, I don't remember that one, it no. It was like they find this pretty much a spaceship in the middle of the ocean, on the floor of the ocean, and all this weird, crazy shit happens to this group of people. And here's a spoiler alert. The first 80% of it, I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? You're just turning pages like, this is great. This is so interesting. Uh, We don't know what to do with it. So let's just agree not to talk about it. The end. (laughs) That's awful. And then uh, he wrote the Andromeda Strain, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think it was. And that one was written like in the 70s. Back yeah. when basic was the computer language and it was written in that, you know. Yeah. And it was just riveting. Like the whole time I'm like, oh, this is great. I want to, you know, what's going on? Just through mutation. Yeah. The thing that's killing everybody just decides to eat rubber instead of people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? You know? It's, yeah. You gave up. Yeah, and oh. sorry for no warning on spoiler alert for a 50-year-old book. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's but, so sad that that's how old we are. That yeah. like You're like, it's from the 70s, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. We are almost 50. But yeah, he would just disappoint me every time with like sad endings. Just not sad endings, just yeah. horrible endings. Like I, I probably have thrown half of the Michael Crichton books across the room when I'm done. <laughs> and the only reason I wouldn't do it now is because it's on a... Kindle and I don't want to have to buy another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just uh, 
but it just breaks my heart because he would write so wonderfully. Like I would just be totally engaged and then just he gives and up. And then I had a deadline. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that, uh, yeah. That's like the old, <laughs> which is only because I like cartoons. The old Warner Brothers cartoons were like that. They're so much funnier and crazier than Disney. Yeah. But oh, yeah. all the time they just run out. They just like sure. end it. Dun, 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 you know, this. they had no way to end them. They just well, let them go crazy. But yeah. But yeah. How would you end some of them? It's not. Some of them are great. When they actually did do it, like What's Opera Doc, like yeah. has a wonderful ending. It's yeah. like where he's carrying it, it looks like Bugs is dead. Yeah, and he's like. Kill the Wabbit one? Yeah. Kill yeah. the Wabbit. And at the end, it's like. Well, what do you expect to the opera? A happy yeah. ending? And then it goes back to being dead. <laughs> nice. Like, like that's a great ending. Or yeah. One Froggy Evening, like the Michigan J. Frog. Yeah. That has a great ending because that's one where he only sings when people see him. Yeah. And uh, basically he gets found yeah. in the future and the yeah. guy runs all happy. Capsule. Yeah. So, like, that's a great ending. Each... So when they did do it, those ones are like... Yeah, but I think that was made more as a feature rather than... I mean, because you got to remember, these were yeah. run before movies. Yeah. Like as, I guess, trailers? What I never understood. They did them, yeah, it's like entertainment before and yeah. just got lucky that some of those artists and writers and stuff took it to another level because they didn't have to i don't you know i don't even think it was expected of them to do as well as they did and those those cartoons are hilarious like i still freaking love watching them you can't find them out there anymore no yeah what makes me mad is i try to show olivia them and right now she does not show the degree of appreciation that i expect nor will she ever <laughs> yeah she better like them later but right now she's like whatever it's like what do you mean whatever this is rabbit season duck season this yeah. is pronoun trouble this is like the most this is great writing this is a great and animation what? she's like boring <clears throat> well and she also doesn't get i mean the characters were dated by the time we were watching it you know a lot of uh, uh who was the guy famous guy that would play gangsters in all the old mobster movies in the 30s oh like uh like well humphrey bogart no. but then he they'd use him a lot but then yeah, the guy he was that, a hero later oh uh, edward g robinson yes i love those ones yeah but i mean <laughs> who the hell knows who that guy is anymore dang it it's i mean so i barely knew who he was when we were yeah. watching that because he was yeah. dead already for 20 years by the time we watched it yeah so it's kind of it's rough. And now when you see them, they're like wearing baggy pants and rapping. And it's like, no, 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 no. Oh. Yeah, I can't do it. With that Edward G. Robinson, like, there's one of them I love where Bugs keeps coming. He's like dressed like he's like a godfather type. And he's like, it's curtains for you, Rocky. And he's like, no, no. He's like, it's curtains for you. And he's like, no. And then he pulls out curtains. curtains. And yeah. he's like, oh, they're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> like, to me, that's like, yeah. yeah, that still kills me. And then some of the characters, you watch them now, especially like Daffy. It's the way the they. Same. Well, they may they make him. He's like he's everything human. He's so like selfish and like he's over yeah. the top, selfish, greedy. Like I don't know. I love those cartoons. Yeah. Well, I just hated how like everything became Taz and stuff. Like oh, when it got to the eighties, you mean like eighties, nineties? It was all Taz yeah. everything, and I was like, oh come on, people are getting Taz tattoos and yeah, I'm crazy like Taz. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <sighs> but you know, there was only like I think there's only like three cartoons of him. 
like the real cartoons. Yeah. That's like Robert McKinson, the director and everything. And then they he got popular yeah. just from the look, sure. yeah, like from tattoos and all that. But yeah. those original ones are hilarious. And it was funny because they said that Jack Warner hated him, like hated that yeah. character and would tell him, don't make any of that character. Oh, I love stories be like the that. the face of the WB pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> old guy... The, the guy who before Warner Brothers took over, Leon Schlesinger, he came in one time and he had told them like, don't you ever make anyone that talks, you know, like it. And that's how they got like Daffy's voice. He, he was totally nice. like, oh, that's, that's something I don't want you. They're just like, he left and they're like, oh, they, they're like, the there's guy. our voice. And another time that's Which is a million it, times better than Donald Duck. Yeah. Way better. And then you, they, they also had a story where it was, there's that great cartoon that's called like Bully for Bugs. Yeah. And it's a bullfighting one. Yeah. And that was another one. He came in, he's like, whatever you do, don't make a cartoon about bullfighting. That's, right. that's not funny. <laughs> and they left and they were like, there must be something because he doesn't know what's yeah. funny or not. <laughs> I just love just do the opposite of what this guy says. Yeah. And, I love those stories, man. That's cool. All right, that's enough to, of my cartoon nerdiness. Yeah, listen to nerd talk. With, uh, <laughs> Mike and Rob, and uh, Mike is in the lead. Uh, <laughs> I'm always in the lead when it comes to nerdiness. <laughs> no, not necessarily. I, we just geek out about different stuff. Yeah. Like I could geek out about, well, I don't know. See? Uh, <laughs> no, not like, uh, like the original Star Wars stuff, not the prequels or sequels. I love the original Star Wars, yeah. The um, rest are dumb. I could geek out about 80s wrestling you know i missed out on that oh dude i yeah. was before wwe there was it was all regional and i would watch it was on one of the uhf channels i would watch uh <laughs> awa which what was that i don't know it was one of the leagues yeah alliance wrestling Amer american wrestling alliance i don't know what it was yeah but it had like, you know, the Ganya brothers. It had Baron <laughs> Von Roschka. You had, which I think Hulk Hogan came from there. Oh, okay. I think Piper was on there. Wow. Um, I think Bobby Heenan got his start in there. Not his start. He was already old by then, but. Okay. And, you know, he had, he was representing, I think, like Nick Bockwinkle. Imagine anything <laughs> with, where Nick Bockwinkle is going to be a. Wow. Name. Yeah. And it was just so great because it was so bad. And that's when they had uh, Jake the Milkman Mulligan. <laughs> Mulligan? He was like this fat guy with a beard and he would just wear like a singlet and he was just a jobber. Like I never saw him win once. <laughs> like he would, he was a bad guy. So he would always cheat and all this <laughs> stuff. And just, I seriously, I don't, and I saw him dozens of times and I never saw him <laughs> actually win a match. <clears throat> so. Yeah, and I found out from my cousin Joe, who is like 20-something years older than I am. Yeah. He knew my dad when he was younger, and apparently they would go across the bay uh, to the Cow Palace to watch wrestling. Wow. And my dad hated wrestling when I was growing up. Like He yeah. didn't like me watching it. And apparently my dad was a huge fan. Oh, my God. He didn't yeah. want you to watch it, but he liked it. Like, well, he would have told guess, you later. Well, my cousin was telling me, and he was laughing, was, I guess my dad found out it was fake. <laughs> And he just felt betrayed. <laughs> and from that on, then on, he was he was dead. Wrestling was dead to him. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So my dad was into wrestling and my aunt was into roller derby. <laughs> so picturing this little old lady on the couch going, ah, get her, get her. Get her. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't nerd out about that. You know, that's so story. awesome. That story about your dad being so. <laughs> uh, he would get so worked up. and. <laughs> 
He was betrayed. He totally it was betrayal. Betrayed. It yeah. Was. It, well, I think he didn't like the fact that he felt like mm-hmm. oh, man. they tricked me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can understand that. Yeah, totally. It was his version of the crying game. <laughs> <laughs> That's all about him. <laughs> anyway, uh, shoot. Well, originally we were supposed to be talking about playing with your kids. <laughs> Mike is very good at it. I am very bad at it. I am still struck by when Mike first had Oli. I remember going over, you know, just to see the kid and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And she was, I think she was maybe still crawling. Yeah. And, you know, I remember... You were just on your hands and knees playing with her, and you would bring out the, you know, the record player and play her all these old, you know. Yeah. And I was like, holy records. shit, he's so, and just 100%. And it wasn't like, oh, I got to do this. It was just so natural. Yeah. It was like watching, you know, like a master chef just make <laughs> a meal without even thinking. <laughs> and so that always impressed me. It was like, oh, Mike's going to be a good dad. And I think that has held true <laughs> uh, until you start hitting on her friends when she's in college. <laughs> so I've always, you're definitely the more playful of the two of us, and I don't know what the secret is or if it's just that you haven't grown up or what. No, I think that's, a, yeah, there is no secret. It's like my brain is still like around, I, like she's probably older than me now. My brain's like at seven and she's at eight and a half now. Yeah, but you but we like play. Yeah, I love playing with her. Like it was fun. She's at every age. It's like cool to remember stuff. I remember when she was like really little. She hated like she wouldn't let you build anything. Like we had blocks for her, and if you if you actually tried to build something with it, she'd turn around. She'd be furious and crawl over and like knock them over. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried to build stuff hella big behind her <laughs> before she could turn around, and she turn around. And you just see her face like. <gasps> Like so mad, like knock them all down. So angry. And for a while I had this little Dr. Doom toy. Yeah. My brother got me tiny, Mm -hmm. but it would make her furious. And like we'd play, like she'd be like in her tub or whatever and playing with her toys. And then I'd make them show up and she'd be furious. Like when he'd show up, I'd be like, and she'd be like, like is she still? (laughs) No, this is when she was little. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was probably like two or something, just so fun to do it because like I'd hide him. So she'd then like not know he was there, like put him under the rag. So when she'd pick up the rag, "Ah!" (laughs) he's here. It's like people putting cucumbers behind cats. Yeah, it's so mad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So did your folks play with you a lot when you were growing up? No, no. I think, well, Doug did. My older brother played a lot with me. And I was the youngest, so I don't know. I think even though you guys had a like a seven year gap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fun to play with. He was always he's the one that showed me how to freeze hand solo. Yeah, the toy. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. He give me crazy storylines with the Star Wars toys, like that walrus man died and they put his brain in the C three PO. Nice. <laughs> so then you'd wake up and be like, no. <laughs> we always called walrus man butt face. Really? Because <laughs> well, he had a butt for a face. He really did. <laughs> Yeah, I always played with those guys. I like, let's see, Walrus Man, Hammerhead, mm-hmm. the Gamorrean Guard, because he was the only guy that had a fist. Is that the guy that the was... The big pig guy from... Yeah, from Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Bosk, yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah, Han Solo looked like an old, like a grandma. Yeah. He had such a weird grandma face, you know. But you think back to what, you know. Yeah, uh, C-3PO I'd play with. I mm-hmm. liked him. Any of the robot ones. 
Who were your favorites in Star Wars toys? I don't know. They were just toys to me. I, I still cringe, because uh, especially when they made the prequels, because when I was in high school, I was part of a youth group, and we would have our meetings at um, at a room where I knew they would use... It was like a... I don't want to say it was a shelter, but it was like a support group for single moms that were trying to get away from abusive relationships. Yeah. And with kids. Yeah. And, you know, they were always tell us like, hey, they need donations for whatever, you know, clothes, toys, whatever. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm too old for Star Wars toys, so I'm going to donate them all. Oh, yeah. I had stuff that it's like collector stuff that you cannot find. They had, for a while there in the 70s, they had these cars that you, it it was like a ripcord start. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. I had these two vans. Two of them, a white one for the good guys and a black one for the bad guys. Yeah. And they were Star Wars ones. Wow. Which I don't, I've never seen those out there. I'm sure that would have been worth something at the prequel. Dang uh, it. Plus all my figures. I had a Typh- uh, an X-Wing fighter, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, big deal. But, you know, at the same time, it's just like, ah, part of me is just like, eh, it would have been nice to have, but. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's kind of led to me not, I don't know. I, you know, even at that age, I was like, okay, I'm done playing. Yeah. So now when I play with my kid, I'm, okay, it's wrong to say it like this, but I'm miserable. <laughs> Not Because <laughs> yeah. I still have fun when I play with my kid, but it's yeah. just, I'm always, there's always something going on and I'm always thinking about what I should be doing instead. Yeah. Like right now, I do this here. It's like, fuck, I got to go home and do taxes, you know? <laughs> um, oh my God, I'm so behind on those. <clears throat> my mom's yeah. so mad at me because she does the taxes, oh, yeah. You go to your mom. Yeah, you uh, should. <laughs> She'd be happy with you because you'd actually show up with like good paperwork. No, I wouldn't. I have nothing. She's like, you better get it. I'm like, yes. I'm working on it. But yeah, I'm just no good with playing. Um, you know, I'll I'll joke around with them. Like for that, I'm good with. Yeah. But for actually sitting down or, you know, just doing anything organized with them. Yeah. It just, and part of it's because he's not, I'm not expecting any sports scholarships from my son at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so he's like, we were, yeah, yeah, like it's I was. kind of a spaz, and you know, but we'll go, and it's just, you know, it's like, hey, let's go kick a soccer ball around in the backyard, yeah, and he'll do that, and then he'll get bored, or he'll want to do his own thing, yeah, which is good, that's the whole point, you know, yeah, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta go inside, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have... the thing is, I look back at those times and go, oh, that was really good. I think the yeah. one thing that worked for us for a while, and actually, I gotta do that again, was the Nerf guns. Oh, that's fun. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That would be even more fun when he gets good at it. Yeah. Because right now it's just like, oh, I could get him so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was raised like, we talked about this before. Yeah. When I was a kid and the parents were like, ah, oh, stop. Whatever it is, stop it, you know. Yeah. But, I don't know. But yeah, so I thought, oh, whatever. He'll get over it. And uh, then yeah. I started looking around about, you know, how important play is for kids. Dang it. Yeah, apparently it's pretty helpful. <laughs> Well, what sucks now is Oli's eight and a half now. Yeah. And now it's hard to play with her because you'll go to play with her and it becomes, no, 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 no. That's not what they do. This is what's happening. This It's like, but that's it's the all point. controlled. You're like, they, but what? that's the point. Yeah. She'll tell me like this, you're doing this and you say this. <laughs> but that's the whole point. Yeah. I'm you like, know? damn it's, it. It gives them. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But yeah, so okay. I downloaded a bunch of articles. I found one, and this I'm definitely posting links to because I am not going through this because it's very big. But yeah. 
Uh, it's from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The importance of play in promoting healthy child development and maintaining strong parent-child bonds. A lot of it I'm not going to read because it's actually advice to pediatricians. So yeah, yeah. Pretty sure we don't have a lot of pediatrician listeners right now. <laughs> uh, but you don't know. They could be. Uh, yeah. They're like, wow, we're learning so much about yeah. fathers. <laughs> yeah, pediatricians want to hear about dick jokes. <laughs> then there was, and again, I'm going to put links on all these 10 things every parent should know about play. You know, one of them here, uh, don't underestimate the value of play. Children learn and develop the following cognitive skills, you know, math, problem solving, you know, like in a pretend gro- grocery store. Oh, yeah. Um, physical abilities, like balancing blocks or running around. Yeah. New vocabulary. They learn new words when they're playing with different stuff. Yeah. Social skills, playing together. You know, yeah. It just teaches you. I was always bad playing with other people because I never yeah. played with other people. Um, Oli's really good at, like, <clears throat> yeah, she's really creative when she's building. Like, she'll take all the Legos that we get. They mm-hmm. get assimilated. And then she'll make stuff that's pretty friggin' amazing, like a whole mall or thing I told you before. Like one time I came and it's all these like headless people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, what happened? They all got killed. And she's like, what is that? Yeah. But she was like, no, it's the outfits. So the character walks in and just pops their head onto something ah, else. Got it. Oh, because I'm like, they killed them all. <laughs> like, because well, my kid, oh. he's into Legos right now. Yeah. And he fucking, there's all these decapitated Legos all over the house. I'm like, why do you do that? I wonder it could be that. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I should be rejoicing every time the kid wants to play instead of like watching a screen or, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, there's going to be a time where it's not going to be cool to play with dad anymore. So I need to get my shit together. Let's see. Play is healthy. Helps children grow strong and healthy. Counteracts obesity issues facing many children today. Really? Well, it makes sense. If you're running around, you're not going to get... Well, I guess if you're playing outside, I guess I mean. we play a lot like Legos sure. and her action figures or, yeah, drawing. I need to get outside more. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. I didn't as a kid, so I did not a, a lot. Play reduces stress, helps your children grow emotionally. Play and learning go hand in hand. Uh, another one saying the importance of playing with your child and how to play with them. Uh, more benefits. Uh, playing with your child develops his confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So that's where the whole thing of, no, this is how it's supposed to go. Yeah. So them knowing they can direct you and have fun uh, yeah. helps with that. Develops good physical condition. Playing with your child develops focus, independence, and creativity. Prepares your kid for child for for childhood, for adulthood. Kids will appreciate nature. And if you play with them, it helps you understand what they're into and what they're thinking and what they're feeling. Yeah. Uh, which that one was kind of a surprise. Like, oh, yeah, I guess that does make sense. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, he's afraid of this or he gets excited when he does this. Or, yeah. Yeah, and this one was kind of sad. Uh, eight reasons uh, parents should play with their kids. Number one, just broke my heart. What? Sometimes no one else will. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but apparently parents provide an important active role model, which it makes sense. And yeah. You know, and you set them up for lifelong health and also you bond with them. You know, when we were doing regular Nerf gun battles, which again, I think we need to start up soon. Yeah. We were closer. Yeah. That's just, he loved dad again. Uh, yeah. And that's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. And also it made me happier. Cause, yeah. 
got me out of my head, you know, yeah. once I got into it. No, I mean, I just never really thought of it like I'm doing damage by not playing with my kid more. Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah. But, or even all the health benefits of it. So physical and mental health. So if you want your kid not to be all fucked up, because we're all going to fuck up our kids, play with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just watch what you play. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you got a dating my dad thing? Well, <laughs> there was a girl I was talking with that um, I let her know about the podcast like before we ever even oh, went out. That's a bad idea. And uh, so she listened to all of them. So she's a stalker? I Well... <laughs> She listened to all of them, and then she was like, you shouldn't let people read, listen to your podcast before you got out on a date with them. And She I, is so, right. So then I'm thinking again, like, my God, I really can't remember what I've said. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that's why you need to listen. I was like, what did I say? But that's the problem. It's like, I could listen and listen and listen. I'll still freaking forget. Yeah, like, you'll be amazed <laughs> what you remember. Dang it. Yeah, so her <laughs> thing was like, yeah. And I, there was stuff I had forgotten. I had said. Did you guys go out? Yeah, we did finally go out. How'd yeah. that go? It went good. Okay. Yeah. And she did say, I better not end up on your podcast. Wow. <laughs> this is the other girl he's dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think for as much grief as I give Mike on this thing, he's really not as creepy as I make him out to be. <laughs> so you should at least have like a three date minimum before you bring it up. Yeah. Just because, you know, let him realize that, oh, he's a decent guy. And then at least they can say, oh, <laughs> the horrible things we say on this thing are just for entertainment purposes. And having fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So. And bullshitting. <laughs> So whatever your name is, <laughs> yeah. unknown, yeah. probably underage girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Oh, my he God. Really, That's what makes me sound the worst. I know. He really <laughs> isn't that creepy. I just like to give him grief. <laughs> That's heck of funny. But, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry that we're... The show is impacting your uh, <laughs> your dating life. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, we have a little, another listener. Like, check it out. Yeah, no, that's great. And then I was, after I was like, oh, what did I say? Like, what? I must have said some stuff on there. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, Can't remember. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if I'm getting grief for saying that Monica Lewinsky was hot, you're going to get grief <laughs> over some of the shit we're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> that is funny you got, got for that. Yeah, so my wife uh, did not appreciate that I thought Monica Lewinsky <laughs> was more attractive now than when she was younger. <laughs> Bad dad. Last week it was me. This week, this one, it's not controversial, but I think one of the more reprehensible ones we've ever had. Yeah. So up in Alaska in January or April, no, in April of 2018 in Prince William Sound, uh, a 41-year-old father and his son, who was 17 or 18, yeah. Went up to Esther Island in Prince William Sound and shot and killed a sleeping black bear and her cubs in the middle of winter. Yeah, sleeping. There's well, some good not sport middle of winter, there. It was April. But what they did not realize, uh, there was footage there because this was a collared bear, which was collared for research. There was a camera set up outside their den. Yeah. So everything they did was caught on film, including when they took pictures, like selfies with it, oh. and all this stuff. And it says... Uh, Freaking cowards, too. Like, gonna you go killed a sleeping bear a sleeping in bear, and you're and gonna take the a babies. Yeah. The cubs can be heard shrieking after the sun killed the sow bear. Oh. 
And then the dad went and fired point blank into the den, killing the cubs. There's pictures of them high fiving. You know, the guy, the son took his shirt off and took pictures with the Idiots. bear. They're in the middle of snow. Idiot. And the dad is actually said, uh, quoted as saying, I guess on the video, they'll never be able to link it to us. <laughs> <sighs> so, and this is well, and so they know they're doing something wrong. Totally. So they took it. There's some great bonding. Yeah. yeah. They took the, they skinned it there and took the meat away. They took the skin to the Alaska Department of Fish and Game and said, because apparently it's not against the law to kill a bear, even one with a collar. But you have to, if it has a collar, you have to report it so they know for research. I don't, yeah. But they, but it is illegal to kill a bear with cubs. So they said, yeah, we didn't see any cubs. And then two days later, they went back to collect the bodies of the cubs, and that was caught on film, and they had no idea. So um, they just released the footage of this uh, this year, uh, because I guess they finally sentenced them. Yeah. Uh, They were charged with tampering with evidence, contributing... The dad was charged with tampering with evidence, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, second-degree falsification as well as the bear shooting. Uh, he was sentenced to five months in jail. Uh, he was ordered to... Okay, this is where I, the sentence got kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. He was ordered to pay a fine of $20,000. Good. Forfeit his 22-foot Seasport ocean boat and trailer. Nice. Take it away. Uh, you like uh, it? Yeah. He had to give up his 2012 GMC Sierra pickup truck. <laughs> we'll take all your stuff. Two rifles, two handguns, two iPhones. I'm guessing it's because those that's what they used for the pictures. I guess, yeah. Two sets of backcountry skis, which were used in the offenses. And his hunting license is revoked for 10 years. Nice. So I mean, It should have been lifetime. Well, yeah. I'd say lifetime. He should Well, it's Alaska, and the fact that he got anything at all. Yeah. Um, it doesn't bring the bears back, but at least there's some. Wherever you stand on hunting, you know, I don't see it's a bad thing for. There are times where population controls are needed, but if you're doing it for sport, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And yeah. there is no sport in shooting a sleeping bear. Yeah, no. So, Mm-mm. you know, for these big macho guys, you yeah. know, especially the ones that go in the hunting reserves where yeah, it's like they keep an animal there for you. It's like, okay, let yeah. it out now. He's here. That's just chicken shit bullshit. Yeah. Because um, I have a, I had a friend years back that hunted and yeah he would actually he come back with so much good food man he would he would yeah. take everything and smoke it and like yeah, no, yeah. That, to oh me, my it's god like, okay good because if yeah. you're upset about that then why aren't you upset about the cows that are in the grocery store yeah yeah it no. wasn't just yeah he it wasn't to kill and like whatever like. Everything he cooked off of it and did, yeah. For those little dicked guys that feel like they need to kill something to feel like a man. Yeah, go kill a bear that's asleep. Go fucking, you want to kill something, kill your fucking self. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, But yeah, so that is our dipshit, our bad dad of the week. Uh, Yeah, he can be dipshit dad of the week because that was pretty fucked up. Yeah, shout out to my cousin's wife, uh, Cheryl, who sent me that article today. Mm. Um, And I just... I didn't even know what to say when I first saw it. I was like, this is horrible. Yeah, this is real, yeah. But uh, let's see. So that brings us to this week's Comic of the Week. And we're going for a local comic here in Sacramento. A uh, comic by the name of Jackie Pearl. That's J-A-C-Q-U-I. And Pearl is spelled P-I-R-L. 
That's a cool name. Yeah, she's a cool woman. Uh, she's pretty, you know, hilarious. Uh, I've seen her a few times. She's been on the Gag on This uh, podcast and has a very interesting story. She's raised a couple of kids herself successfully and uh, has been doing comedy around here ever since if you see her you'll see her name posted on facebook for showcases and stuff Ooh, what happened you all right i farted oh, okay. uh, so i gotta cut that out yeah. uh you will see her burning name. a hole in my couch <laughs> <laughs> got the cat tearing up one corner and you're burning the center yep uh freaking so- Torching a hole in my couch, man. Come on. So you'll see Jackie, you know, on all these shows. She's on a lot of showcases. She's done the Punchline. She's done all sorts of other comedy clubs. I think she did Punchline in San Francisco. Wow, that's good. In Sacramento. She's an up-and-comer. I see her all over the damn place, and she's really cool. She's really funny. And hopefully it would be nice to actually have her here as a guest as well. Yeah, that would be super good. Sounds like it. In a way, we're pandering to get her on here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, why not? But that brings us to plugs. I still don't think Mike's going to be listening, so send us emails. <laughs> find out what you I will listen. Tell us what you want to find out about him. Email us at thestanduppdads at gmail.com. Find us on our website, uh, standupdads.podbean.com, or on Facebook. There's a group on there. You'll see interesting articles about comics or parenting uh, at standupdadspod. And uh, listen to our show, subscribe. It helps our numbers out. And yes, you won't please. have to look for us. Yes. Just pop up in your uh, feed on Sunday mornings when we post it. Yeah. Mike. Yes, and if you need any illustration or animation, I do both of those. And my site is pencilforhire.com. That's F-O-R, not the number four. All right. My side project, I do it with Big Nick called Gag on This Podcast, where we interview local comics, uh, just shoot the breeze. Shoot the breeze. The yeah. Fuck You're hella old. Jesus shoot the breeze. Christ. Yep. Uh, we record. We just chew the fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chew the fat would have been better than shoot the shoot breeze. Shoot the breeze. Wow. Yeah, we've had several interesting guests on there. We record every Wednesday at 5.30. It's free to come down. Blacktop Comedy over in Rockland. 5.30, we start recording. Mike's fucking yawning. (laughs) And uh, after the podcast recording, there's an open mic. Come see us. Usually, I try to stick around and... I'm going to start coming once my voice is completely back. It's like gums and goats. (laughs) Your voice has been gone for a while. (laughs) For weeks and weeks. I don't know if it's ever coming back. Yeah. So yeah, let me, uh, yeah, come out and see me, see us, a lot of good comics out there, actually, uh, yeah, Josh was on there a while back and did a great job. Come heckle uh, Robert, yeah. he likes being heckled. Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm working on a, a bit, so there weren't enough people there to really tell if it worked or not, so oh. come out, stick around, I'll try it again. I think that is it, we will see you guys next time. Okay. Did you have something? No. I never know what to say after that. Me you're neither. Like, you're always like, oh, I'd see you later. And I'm always like, goodbye. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>